I don't have any of my sounds, but I used to have like some air horns and shit. Like Could have got some face. gunshots and. <laughs> Are you a Marvel fan? I'm sorry. Are you a Marvel fan? Yeah, yeah. You watch Loki? No, I haven't seen that. Damn, bro. No, you I'm been watching the shows at all? No, not the shows. Oh, I'm a Marvel bro. movie fan, but I just haven't tuned into the shows. I don't watch a lot of TV, really. Really? Yeah. You got to do the shows, man. <laughs> you got to put me on in. Okay. You got Disney Plus? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, so check it out, bro. Okay, I check have no it reason out. not to. Have you seen all the movies? Like, are you like, are you like big into it? Like, Not like big into it. I'm okay. not like a big fan of Who do you fuck with? Out of the movies? Yeah. Uh, I fuck with Thor. Thor? Okay, yeah. that's my guy. That's my I like guy. I fuck with the lightning powers. So you you saw Infinity War and Endgame then, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, good. So you should see Loki because you remember how they're time traveling in Endgame yeah. and Loki takes the t- the the stone. Yeah, yeah. When they're they're like they have him locked up, he just disappears. That's where the show starts. Okay, that's where it picks up. Yeah. A little side mission, side little yeah, story. Yeah, it's just a whole. And so Marvel's dope as a show. Okay. Like I really like it as a show because like. You really just get to break it down each episode See, in between. I was kind of put off, dude, about the shows with Marvel because I'm a big movie guy. Like, I like watching it in the movie Me format. too. So I was like, why are they, these are stories they could put in a movie. I don't want to. Me too. I hate shows too. I don't watch any shows. Like, I, like I, I'm not, like, I, I used to love shows, you know, obviously. Like, and I, I still do love shows. But, like, it's hard for me to watch, like, 12 of anything now. Yeah. So I only watch movies, you know, like. So I'm more of a movie person now than anything, but the shows I think really work for Marvel for some odd reason. But okay. 
But yeah, you're my selling bad. me on it. You're selling me. Yeah, on it. I was just, <laughs> I was just thinking about it, man. We've been watching a lot of Marvel yeah. around here. I had to, uh, my my roommate Ian, bro, he upstairs. I had to cut him off from what he was watching Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> right when I walked out here this morning, I'm like, hey, bro, I got a podcast to do. <laughs> like stuff to do. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, but uh, That's but. Funny. But yeah, bro. So we sitting here uh, today with with Sean on, on Tonimo, or Tonimo, right? Yep, Sean Tonimo. Sean Tonimo. All yes, right, sir. my bad. But nice to meet you, bro. Nice to meet you. Nice to officially meet you. I like yeah, doing yeah. this shit on the pod too. Like, For sure. It's just kind of cool. So, so how you doing, bro? How you been lately? I've been doing all right, man. Really better than ever. So I can't complain. Hell yeah. Yep. Hell yeah, bro. I see you like been doing a lot of shit lately, bro. You like the <laughs> you like the. I feel like the the I don't know you just doing all the cool art shit for everybody yeah, right now, yeah. bro. You 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 booked and busy. I feel like <laughs> I am for sure, and it's crazy how it's kind of turned into that over the last few years that I've been working on it. I probably started doing art in like 2017. 2017. Yeah, like really taking it seriously. Okay, so you said you're 22. So yeah, that's so like that a year was after graduating high school. I was maybe 18. Okay, so you're 18. And, and so I guess yeah. What like what was starting it all like? Like were you were you drawing forever and just kind of like took it started like doing something more seriously then or like you just really start drawing then or something? I mean I had always been like a artsy kind of kid in school like elementary school like that was always kind of my thing was drawing. Yeah. I had an older cousin who drew a lot so watching him made me want to draw when I was like maybe five yeah. or six. But then getting into high school and stuff, um, doing sports and just finding my time in other places, I just stopped doing it. I didn't get an art class until maybe maybe my junior year of high school. Um, that's when I really picked back up the pencil again, but I didn't start taking it seriously. Like, I want to do something with it. Yeah. Until after I graduated um, high school. Okay. Um, yeah, because I went to college for one year, and things were just getting crazy at home, and I was there at school and not really knowing if this is how Where I were you to do it. I was at Southeast Missouri State. Okay. Yeah, so I was down there. Semo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> down in Semo. Um it was cool, yeah. I didn't, I didn't. It's not even like I was bad at school, but it's just I felt like I didn't quite know if this is how I wanted to do it. Like I always knew that I wanted to do artwork, but this path felt so a little too structured for me. So I was like, yeah, I'll take it, check it out for myself, and just see, you know, see how it goes. And here I am, you know, a few years later, and I think it's it's going all right. Okay, uh, so you, so you dropped out of school and just left yeah, or whatever, yeah. and just came back home and. And did you know then that like you're like oh I could I could probably just do this shit off the internet like, well no, I mean that's kind of what the idea was I think starting up from the front because like as a digital artist, I mean I was even I'm good at painting too like I can paint yeah. I just don't like painting like okay. the, the task of painting just feels so monotonous to me really and doing digital artwork feels a lot more quick and it's <coughs> easier to edit and I can go back it, it's real easy to get ideas out, um, but as a digital artist, there's not much that I can do as far as like networking or being in a traditional art space that's going to really help me because it's digital it's not like it's a physical thing that i can show or okay that brings me to a question i had that for like later of like do you feel like like being like a digital artist so i've always felt like you know like i was like you know i well, i'm like still take photos but not as much but like i was like a photographer for a while and like it always felt like and i had a roommate that was like a graphic designer mm-hmm. and i remember like thinking like man I wish I was a graphic designer I didn't I didn't have to like I wouldn't have to leave the crib to like go places and right. take photos <laughs> you know what I mean and then so I always thought like that was kind of nice and then I like think just it, you know it's kind of like a side question but like do you think like do you feel like right now like do you have to move um to like become more successful um as a digital artist or like do you feel like you're fine like 
you know, in St. Louis because of the internet and stuff like that. It's so funny. I mean, I've had that conversation with a lot of friends, too, yeah. just thinking about what would be best for me as an artist. I think you're right. You know, being a digital artist, it is nice that I don't have to, you know, my base is where I'm creating. So, yeah, really, that means that I can take that wherever. Um, you got to create your own little vibe and, you right, know, and, right. and don't really get, like, imposed on necessarily. Right, so at that point, it's just a matter of what type of city, what type of environment do I want to, do I want to, um, yeah. you know, what type of environment do I want to create for myself? Um, but the thing is, I'm not even from St. Louis. I wasn't born here. Okay, so that's um, another question I had is where are you from? Right, right. So I was born in uh, Richmond, Virginia okay. on the East Coast, and I moved out here in, like, middle school. Um but the, the point being in that is that I don't have the same perspective on St. Louis as a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, like, I get the whole, this is my hometown, I want to get out of here. So it's like, there's nothing for me. You've seen yeah. the whole city for the whole time. But so you appreciate it a little bit more is what you're I saying. Feel, I feel like I do. Yeah. Um, just on the general terms, just because I've seen what it's like in a lot smaller city. Like, yeah. Telling talking to friends about Richmond, I equate the size of it to, like, maybe a downtown Clayton. Okay. So, like, that's, like, the capital city yeah. is Richmond. That's it. All that there is, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You're driving on the streets. It looks like it's dead. You know what I'm saying? It's the middle, middle of the day. Okay. It's just a whole different type of vibe. So, I mean. Yeah, I grew up in a town that had 2,300 people. Man, man. You know. <laughs> right. So, you get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I moved it. here in, in eighth grade. Yeah. Um, that's crazy, yeah. So, you know, I've I've I felt the same way. Well, I felt like, you know, I had to move to as well. You know what I mean? I've also felt like that, just like. You know, but more or less being, like, a music artist, you know? Like, mm -hmm. there isn't, like, big labels here and stuff like that. There isn't, like, money here. Um, right. But <laughs> the internet is very powerful. So, th the, you know, I, I've always known that that's, like, an option, too, even for music artists. Like, if you just go hard enough, but... What's uh, hard was, like, convincing people that that's an option. Yeah. Well, not yeah. even that you really have to convince anybody, but trying to tell somebody... I'm gonna make a career or a name for myself on the internet. Like it sounds so goofy to say out loud. Like no, but but it's really the b easiest way to to create connections with people. Um, yeah, because there's no boundaries. There's no you don't have to be in the same space with somebody to be able to share ideas and you know and collaborate. And it's honestly like you know even though it is like tough, it's like I don't know. There's just something about like. You know, I don't know. I see so many people just gracefully come into the internet space and just work hard. Like, even, like, I feel like you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I, di I didn't know who you were maybe, like, a year or two ago. But, like, yeah. now you are, like, designing a lot of people's shit around here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I feel like I feel like with just, you know, having, like, you know, something that you care about, something that you do good at, and then just being consistent with it and, and, and being willing to work with people, it'll, it'll take you a long way. But... Oh, absolutely, man. I consider that. Um, <clears throat> I really consider myself operating within my, you know what I'm saying, within my gift. I think that all creatives, you know what I'm saying, that's whatever you do creatively is something that somebody else can't do. So it's a reason why you can do it. Yeah. I, I think of it almost as like a due diligence as my job to, you know, to do yeah. as much of it as I can because it's. That's interesting. It, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it, I feel like almost it's not up to me because to me, drawing, I've been doing that since I was a kid. It doesn't feel any different from. Yeah. skateboarding or whatever else that I picked up when I was younger. It's just something that, that I do. It's that so much a part of me. It feels like I just have to do it. It's not a matter of if I want to do it or not or can I make when, time for it. When did, like, I guess when did you start feeling that way about it? Um, probably, yeah, probably back in 2017 um, because okay. I wanted to, I was like, I got to be ten toes down about it. I got to really be serious about it. I need to 
if that's what I want to do and make something happen, I, the only way it's going to happen is to go ahead and, and make, take these steps to make it happen. Okay. Um, so I really just kept my head down and just produced a lot of work. For one, I was, I think th at that time I was in a real raw artist time, you know what I'm saying? Um, really discover myself as an artist, experimenting with a lot of different, a lot of different looks for one, but as well as just expressing myself through artwork in different ways, um, not even just through digital artwork. Um, yeah, and then after, yeah, about 2017 and maybe a year passes, 2018, and I'm, I'm doing digital artwork on a computer, like a drawing pad. So that's what kind of changed around then? Well, yeah, yeah. Once I bought that, I mean, that was me deciding that I was going to take digital artwork seriously to try to do something. I wanted, my idea was, from the <coughs> beginning, was I wanted to be the visual face of, like, graphic design for, like, the people my age that are doing music or that are doing yeah. whatever that they're doing. So you wanted to make it like a like a brand, too, you know? Right, or not, right. like, you know, like, in, in that realm. You wanted, right, you wanted to be a personality with it, or, you know, or, like, a, a person with it. Right, right. I don't want to, I mean, of course, I, I think with any type of artwork, people enjoy seeing the artist just as much as they see the artwork. Like, yeah. It's one thing to see the artwork, but people get attached to a brand when they can um, put a face to to a brand. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I started doing the digital artwork there and then ended up getting an iPad, and that's when I started doing a lot of cover art, which is okay. what I still do mostly today. Um, so were, did you do any cover art, like, before that at all? Like, like, or were you just, like, strictly, like, like I guess, like, drawing, like, you know, like, on paper or something, like, I just mean, in notebooks? Paper and notebooks, um, paintings. Paintings. Um, I had done it. For a while, I was into Copic markers, so I was doing a lot of, like, um, a lot of that type of artwork on paper. And I think I did a few cover arts what, in that what's style. What's that? You said? Copic. So it's an alcoholic-based marker, so it dries almost like a like a highlighter. Okay. But it, it layers on and it just looks really smooth. It's like okay. how they do the best like shading and stuff on, on paper. Okay. Um, and actually, I was inspired by Majin Boop. He's the... He's the cover artist for Juice World's Goodbye and Good Riddance with the blue car. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's that type yeah. of style of artwork. Um, so I think that's where that picked up for sure. It's like as far as one seeing that I can create cover art, you know, that I can put my talents to, to good use and I can craft, you know what I'm saying, and create an image for somebody's that somebody sees fit to be to accompany their music. And I think that's for somebody to trust me to do that, I think that's a big thing for sure. Um, to create the visuals and to trust me to bring that idea into fruition. Um, and I think just doing it more and more has made me better at it, simply. Yeah. Just like that. I think it's a 10,000 hours type of thing where the more Definitely. you do it, um, Definitely. it's almost like a, that it's an urgency in me. Like, I have to, the more I do, the better I, you know what I'm saying? The closer I yeah. get to whatever it is that I'm trying to get to. Yeah, I feel like what you said earlier just about, like, you feel like it's your due diligence to do it. Like, you feel like you have to. That's, like, so... That's so cool to me. I don't know. You know what I mean? I feel like weird about photos sometimes where it's like, I don't want to do it. You yeah. know, like some, I don't know. Like, but, but at the same time, I'm like, wow. Like, like I also like every time I do it, like, I'm like, fuck, I have like, I, I feel like I create like some good shit even without trying. You right. know, I like, I like doing shitty photos and like just having fun with edits, you know, Absolutely, and making man. it like, I don't know. And, and, and to where it's like, it always like comes back. But now I feel like I may have a little, a little bit of a different thinking about it, but yeah, yeah. I mean, even with the digital artwork, I mean, I've been doing it so much now to where it does kind of feel like a job. It's not yeah. that like I always am super happy to sit down and work yeah. on this and, you know, spend the whole night drawing yeah. and tracing stuff out, you know. 
Um, but like I said, it's it's pushing past that. Um, and I don't think I think it's way easier said than done. Like to push past that, whatever bars that you're holding yourself, you know, whatever excuses you're giving yourself. Because I mean, at the end of the day, they are excuses, whether they're valid or not. Like even yeah. if they are real valid excuses, like I worked all day long, I'm not gonna sit here and slave over a drawing. Like I'm gonna get yeah. back and relax. Okay, so what was like? What was early life like for you? Like what kind of like music were you into and movies and shit and just what was like? I guess what was Man. like growing up like for you? Like so you were in Virginia until when? Until middle school. Until okay, what was in sixth grade? What was Virginia like? Um. I don't know. It was. I have a twin brother, so I lived with my mom, and my twin brother. Um, and I lived in an apartment complex with a bunch of kids. We just played outside. I feel like people had a similar, you know, similar child experience. Yeah, just just, just kid shit. Right, fucking, running around outside. Yeah, terrorizing um, shit. Yeah, I lived in the city there. You know, spent a lot of time in the boys and girls club. That's where I first started interacting with other children okay. more. Um, I would get off the bus from school, and then go to the boys and girls club after school and then they would, I would get picked up by my parents um so there that's when I first experienced like hip-hop music for real for real okay um because my family was like my family is Christian so my mom is more like aligned with me where it's not so strict but um all living in the same house we just didn't have that stuff playing you know what yeah. I'm saying in the house um so that's why I listened that's when I first heard like Lil Wayne or um yeah just that really that 2000 South type yeah. of hip-hop music um of course listening to music from my parents you know my riding in the backseat my mom's car yeah. she listened to a lot of jill scott erica badu okay um like neo soul type of stuff okay um but i think i developed my love for hip-hop when i heard biggie smalls because i don't know i just liked his voice i liked his cadence yeah. um it just really resonated with me a lot um and just yeah. playing those records on repeat and then discovering other music from that Help me tailor my own, you know, musical taste. That's dope. Old heads would be happy that twenty-two-year-old <laughs> kid is saying, <laughs> you know. I mean, that. fuck yeah. I mean, I think it's it sounds kind of cliche. I mean, nah. Biggie Smalls or Tupac, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I think those that's a solid pillar to, to start from for somebody that's no, nah, I could say born. Yeah, there to experience him. I liked a lot of hip hop, but I definitely remember like you know, getting into, like, Tupac at a certain time and just being, like, you know, like, oh, like, I feel like I really, like, am diving into shit now. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, I don't know. It's it was, like a discovery feeling, too, yeah. about it. Um, yeah, yeah. Just finding different artists and, and listening to their message. Yeah. Okay, so then then what was moving here? Like, you know, how old were you? I was maybe 11, 11 or 12. Um, it was different because um, I went to, like, an inner city school, in Virginia, and then I moved to, like, a county school. I went to Brentwood High School. You went to Brentwood, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I graduated from Brentwood High School, and it was just a different experience, a lot smaller school. So my mentality from being inside of a, um, I don't know, a different type of environment, having to behave a certain type of way and keep a guard up, transitioning to a place where I didn't have to do that was a little bit Where weird. is Brentwood High School? Brentwood is, like, by the Galleria. Like really? the St. Louis Galleria, so you know you get off of 170. No, I know. I used to live in Maplewood. Oh, uh, yeah. So I used to live right by there. But where is, like, the high school? Like It's in the cut, dude. So it's is like... It, it's not right by that QT, is it? No. So you know where the mobile on the run is? Um, like, if you're driving down Brownwood Boulevard, it's like you go up that hill where there's that OB Clark's and that... that yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If you go down the street to the right, it's, like, down okay. over there. Um, and it was... It, I mean, it's bigger now because they're doing renovations after I've graduated, but... It was a pretty small school, maybe 
maybe 400 kids in my graduating class. Okay. So not a lot. Um, Teddy, I actually went to high school with Teddy. Really? She went to Burtwood? Yeah. Okay, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Um, so, I mean, it was funny. I saw that you did the podcast with her, and I was like, yeah. this is from, both coming from such a small school. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, two, <laughs> two Brentwood uh, graduates. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's dope, bro. So, so what, yeah, so so St. Louis, you, you graduated, what, 2017? I, yeah, I get, actually graduated in 2016. Did you know, like, did you know, like, music artists, like, bef- like already? Like, were you already kind of, like, peeping, like, the scene around here? Or, like, was there, like, a time where you, like, felt like you had to, like, jump into it and, like, find it? Or, like... Um, low-key, I had a few friends. Um, I knew Chris, Chris Cannibal, early on. Is he... All right, so you just... There's one... Is, is he, like... Did you guys just drop a cover art recently? Um, not super recently, but I did do some cover art for him. It was, like, okay. a pink and, like, purpley type of sky thing. I forget, and I'm sorry, I feel bad for not knowing whose it was, but one of the more recent cover arts you dropped was crazy. But I, th- <laughs> I thought it was him, and I thought it was I thought it was one of the Chris dudes. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, no, it's all good. Uh, let me see. Let me pull this up. I mean, all your shit's crazy, but this one was just like, I don't know. I just remember seeing it. like It almost like flooded Instagram that day, too. I remember <laughs> seeing like everybody posting it. Like It's uh, crazy. Uh, the Love is Baker shit. Oh, yeah. Bro, yeah. this shit. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, that was crazy. I really impressed myself with yeah. that one, which happens a lot, because to me it just seems like it's just something that I do. Yeah. But the more that I spend time with each piece, you know, and I'm really appreciative for people that allow me to just get, do my own thing with it, especially if they'll let me listen to a song um, beforehand. Yeah. For one, I feel special for getting to hear to hear it early. So um, you just really appreciate doing this shit, like you. I mean, you, yeah, for sure. I like yeah. to see people doing what they want to do, and I think that it's important that we feed into each other as much as we can because that creates the the community. Yeah. Um, no, that's definitely good. That's definitely good. Yeah, bro, that shit is dope, man. I feel like uh I feel like I really like like you know, I like I've I've never been like a huge fan of illustrations, but I feel like there's something about what you do with like just the texture of it like behind it. I feel like there's there's some mix where where it's like like I don't know, like you know, I, it's just it's just dope. It, it's got like I appreciate a little, it, man. <laughs> it's got a little bit more of like a realism to it, and like a little bit more of like a you know, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like like a cartoon to me. You know right, what I mean? Like, like not just a cartoon. Yeah, um, I've always had this weird thing where when, even when I was young, I like didn't want to watch cartoons because I wanted to feel like an adult or some shit. You know what right. I mean? So I was like <clears throat> against, and I've I've watched like you know plenty of shit. I used to love South Park and Family Guy, but I kind of just was like kind of turned off from it for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you know, but but I love I love your shit. Like ever since I seen it, I was just like, "Oh my god, this is like I don't know." And there's been a few there's been a few illustrators that have stuck out over the years. I forget mm. there was this one dude. I, and I was going to ask you who some of your inspirations were too and but there was this one dude it, his name was like he was like this dude from like London or something. He used to do portraits of people's faces. Mm. Um he he's done like iconic, you know, like Frank and Kanye and Tyler stuff, and his name was like Harry or something or something with the H. But I think I forget. But it he sounds was vaguely familiar. Not he he was super big in like 2012 to like 2014, like you know, like early year, like in that, like you know, when they were first popping up, kind of yeah, era, that, like they're kind of rare, anyways. You know, like a real, I guess, a artist figure, like a true artist. That, that you know that draws attention like that. Yeah, um, but it's like it, he was like the first one that I noticed of like you know like you know a few group of people that just come out with like this style that just kind of stands out. You know what I mean? And I feel like you kind of have that shit. But like, who's some of like the uh, who's some of the inspirations that like kind of like or I guess who's some people that you look up to artist wise that kind of I don't know. Uh, definitely, definitely Majin Buu. 
just because he's um yeah you mentioned him earlier he i don't know he's a he's an amazing artist he's just he, he's, he's a real cool guy um and then fifth power on instagram uh chauncey he's a real good artist as well um, okay i really these are people that i'm a fans of i'm yeah. definitely a fan of the artwork um now being an artist I try not to take those just a few of them. I mean there's yeah. there's maybe five or six or ten of them, you know, that I really look up to. Yeah. Um, but being an artist, I try not to you have to know the boundaries between being inspired by something yeah. not and definitely. then ripping something off. Um so I, you know what I'm saying? I, I I'm proud to say that I'm inspired by them, but I'm also proud to say that I think I've carved out my own lane yeah. to where it's different. You know what I'm saying? We operate in the same space. Um, but we each have our, our own lane, our own niche type of thing. And we're on, all doing our own type of thing. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, it, Do you have any people that, like, inspire you that, like, aren't artists? You know, like, I don't know. I find, like, inspiration in a lot of people. You know, like yeah. an actor or something where I'm just, like, obsessed with this person. And then, like, or a director or some shit. Do you have any people that, like, just really inspire you? Like, outside, or, like any music artists? Mm -hmm. like, That's a good question. What else, like, what are you obsessed with outside of, like drawing you know and art and, and i, and I mean i really am just obsessed with music i listen to i like listening to music i like feeling you know music is like an experience to me um okay. so the music that i do listen to i listen to heavy i listen to a lot of mick jenkins i went through a phase okay. where i listened to a lot of him um but really most of my inspiration comes from real life at this point um i got a friend named terrence he's a real interesting guy he's a good artist as well he's he does um, clothing, okay. um, so like tote bags, pants, and stuff. He actually just did a, a drop. Is it's no compliant or, or comply okay. on Instagram? Yeah. Um, but he inspires me just because of his mentality. Yeah, he's uh, a dope kid, he, man. He's always doing shit like, yeah. and, and I feel like I never know what it is. You know what I yeah. mean? To where I feel like that's even cooler. Like you know, like it, yeah, <laughs> you know, like I have this exactly, which is why he inspires the fuck out of me. Like yeah. he's really. An interesting guy um and he's got an authentic you can tell he's an authentic person yeah. and that whatever he's doing is authentic like this last drop that he just did was all handmade like all in-house production like he's hand stitching pants and stuff and, and selling like that's to me that's showing a willingness to really go all in about it to show yeah. that you're serious about it so that inspires me for sure yeah um yeah that's dope outside from that um i try to look as far as for artwork, I inspire myself. I think I try to look onto what I've done, and I think that process is what's created my style. Okay. Um, it's taking the elements of the art that, inspi that inspires me, um, doing my own thing with it, and then rinsing and repeating the process as far as m with my own thing. I'm looking back on artwork that I've done, artwork that I like that I did, because all of it is experimental, even from one piece or another. I don't really have a formula, like... It's becoming more cohesive now. Okay. Um, so you like to change your workflow a little bit and just let it kind of like... Right, right. Let um, it take you where, you know... Unless somebody specifically asks for a style yeah. that I've done previously, then I'll go ahead and do it. Um, but if somebody's giving me creative freedom, I don't know quite what that's going to look like until I... You know what I'm saying? Until I picture it in my mind. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think inspiring yourself, I think looking to yourself for inspiration is something that's kind of slept on. Um just remembering what you've done, even, like I said, reflecting on the things that you don't like, that you've done, whether that be creatively or not. It's, you know, it's there's something to learn there. 
Dude, yeah, I've I've been learning that the hard way. I feel yeah, like during I think quarantine, most do for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, quarantine. I feel like it made everybody sit on their ass, and then it made me realize I'm like, man, all this shit I did for the past three years was actually like a lot cooler than it felt, you know, in the yeah. in the moment, you know, absolutely. Like, and then looking back on it, man, yeah, it's it's really it's really different. But uh, so um, so you started working with Daryl and shit with Bridge Boy and stuff, and it seemed like you working like really like consistently with him, you know. Yeah. And I know you work like consistently with like you know like some artists and stuff, and like do you know like you know multiple cover arts for people and stuff like. But it, but it, I feel like there's been like this like um, this like you know I I don't even know how to say it I guess, but like this like like formed connection with bridge boy you know what i mean and and, and and you know i know i know daryl's taking bridge you know he i know he's building a team and stuff and i know you know so it, you know i, I want to ask about like what's that been like and i know you guys are doing like some some crazy shit with that and yeah whatever yeah. you know i know daryl doesn't want everything talked about too but you know <laughs> right. uh, um, but what's that been like i mean it's been crazy so i actually first met i mean because when i met daryl i was already doing cover art i kind of had a i had this thing going with the art um and then I was working on an iPad at that time, but it ended up breaking. I ended up breaking my freaking iPad. I think I was already doing some commissions with Daryl. Um, I had completed a couple of designs, and then I broke my iPad, and he said he had one, and he just straight up just let me use it, you know, let me have yeah. it so I could do my artwork as well for him yeah. as well as for the other things that I need to do. So Daryl's a really good dude. Like, he's he's like yeah. a big brother if I ever had the, that type of figure. Like, he's taking care of me for sure um hell yeah um yeah he's brought me on the team for bridge boy for the we're doing a comic book um, yeah with the with the next release so he's got me throwing that together um which how's that been, been going i mean it's been going good it, it's it's so because i always wanted to work on a comic book yeah i always knew at some point i wanted to work on a comic book but i'm not the kind of guy to want to have to write it out so are so you happy like, to be kind of like yeah like pu- push through it now and, and kind of with other people yeah a hundred percent dude it's like if I don't have to write it but I can illustrate the story in the way that I want to which he's allowing me to do he's allowing me to to take creative freedom with the way that it looks like how it comes across it was you know gonna yeah. be in my and then style. someone else is writing it I'm guessing yeah yeah fuck yeah so that's so that's gonna be amazing um, trying to get that rolled out by around the fall but we'll see um, Bridge Boy's got a lot going. Um, a lot of a lot of connections are being made. Yeah, um, and I'm just happy that he's brought me on the team. You know, he's trusted me um, to take the brand this far with him. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how how do you like like working with like like one company consistently like that? You know, like like do you do you feel like because I feel like that was always the goal for me is to you know what I mean like find like like you know. The one thing to just put put the all into, you know yeah. what I mean, and you know, because it seems hard like managing it, but I feel like you also have like found your way to like manage like you know the cover arts and stuff pretty well, and like manage just like a lot of relationships in a sense, and absolutely, um, you know. So I I don't imagine you'd want to like you know just lock down with one person, but but like what do you think? Have you ever thought about like like that versus you know versus the other? Because because a lot of people you know like. I don't know, at least as a photographer, you know, like some ad, you know, I, I always thought about like ad agency work and they like want to lock you in and stuff yeah. too, you know, so there's like, you know, I, you like know, contracted I, type yeah, of. I don't know if that's ever been like a thought in your head of like, you know, oh, like if, you know, I, I obviously, I, you know, it's not the, the best. I had know, thought okay. about it, you know, I thought about it, but the, really the idea was that 
I didn't really want to, you know what I'm saying? That's a lot of, that's a big commitment to make. So yeah. the idea, the thing is of me working with Bridgeport and being so connected with it shows how much faith I have in the yeah. brand, you know what I'm saying? Because I think it's, what he's doing with Bridgeport is similar to what I had a vision for of what, something that I wanted to do. I know even talking about what I was inspired by earlier, things that I wanted to do earlier on, inspired by real Tyler creator as type of artwork, you know what I'm saying? Where it's not just music but it's home decor and other stuff you know clothing and things that yeah. that go along with it um so him having his his blueprints in mind how he wants to do it and and trusting me to to be a part of that process i have no problem you know lending oh, my yeah. talents to somebody that's especially to somebody that's been good to me you know what i'm yeah. saying um and just always looked out for me so I, that's why i think i'm so heavily aligned heavily aligned with bridge boy uh, yeah. i don't really plan on going anywhere i don't yeah. plan on really working with any other major brands i've been approached not major brands but other people's like you know whatever they're starting okay up. so that's something you thought about too or like people have approached you and, and i mean yeah about or i need you to i might do a one-off collection for somebody like they want to yeah. do a t-shirt so i'll design that for them but as yeah. far as working with anybody else long term um, I just simply don't have the space for it. Um, no, that's dope. I, I, you know, I think that's cool because um, I don't know. It just definitely makes sense, like to to leave it open for that and to like, you know, yeah. When you when you fuck with one thing, like I, I don't know. That was always the goal for me. I, I never want, you know, I, I've worked for multiple. I've had like multiple like long term commitments with with multiple companies, right. and that shit like that shit can eat you up. You for know sure. what I mean? Like sure. quick, you know, and trying to do like the side shit, you know, and just little one-off shit with people. And, and I recently, um, came into contact with a, a, like a bigger company. I got this opportunity. I'm coming up, you know, this summer, um, where I'm going to be working with a large company and a large and a very big music artist. I can't say what it yeah. is specifically. Um, but we'll but find out one, eventually. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. This summer. Um, but that was a, Interacting with this with this company was a whole different experience because it's just a whole nother level of how things have to get done, you know. Um, yeah. Different expectations, or, you know, turnaround times. Not saying that it was taxing, but it was just different, especially when this is a priority. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I definitely understand, like, just even that for just, like, the past month that that was that I was working on that, you know, every day having to turn in our work, you know, at the end of a week type of deal. Um it was just it was just like another in, interesting look on it on how I can apply that knowledge on to how I approach my artwork, you know, yeah, um, just to be a little bit more militant and diligent with it, um, so that way I could be more efficient. Oh yeah, um, because time is wasting. At the end of the day, I feel I'm, I am I am young, but the idea of the urgency, just feeling like every day that I'm not spending doing something, I feel like I could be working on or progressing my brand further, especially if this is something I want to carry me you know if this is what i yeah. want to be doing so i feel like this may sound like a weird question but i feel like you got like a good ass mindset for a 22 year old you know what i mean like <laughs> i don't know but like like where do you what do you think you like owe that to you know what i mean i feel like it's 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 hard to be you know where you're at and being able to take that like seriously and push it like that you know what i mean like that's like a it, it's honestly kind of a rarity, you know what I mean? Like, in a sense, like, I don't know. I appreciate it, man. I really um, contribute, contributed to my to my mom, my upbringings. Um, really? I'm real close with my mom. She's a, she's a very real person. I feel like I can talk to her about just about yeah. anything um, without it necessarily being taken one way or another. But okay. she really allowed me to, to bounce ideas off her and really look at it objectively. Um, and I've just learned from, you know, a young age that, 
I learned more from sitting back and listening than from talking. I was a real quiet kid. Yeah. So I just sat back and listened to a lot of stuff, not even just specifically with parents, but even just interactions with other people in school or different people that I come across. Um, I think life is a learning experience, and I think that I've learned that pretty early on. I think I matured a lot younger, a lot younger than most people did. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's interesting, man. So. All right, I guess, like, back to, like, some art shit, but, like, do you have any, like, other, like, formats that, like, you'd like to get into eventually? Like, like, do you feel like, I, you know, I don't know, I'm just, like, I'm such a, like, all-over-the-place type of person. Yeah, like I've, as am I. I've done a little bit of everything. Like, do you, do you sure. want to get into video? Do you want to get into photo? Do you want to get into, like, 3D shit? Do you want to, you know, oh, like... Yeah, all of that. I, um... Like, are you doing any of that actively? Like, so I don't want to... I, I don't started wanna... out um, doing pictures i was a photographer instagram photographer kind of guy really early on in high school oh, yeah. like that was just my thing my artsy thing before i was back doing drawing yeah. stuff um i want to get into like sculptures for sure um That's i did cool. a lot of woodwork in high school woodworking classes i always thought that was fun i really liked being hands-on and just the idea of creating your schematic and then having to like yeah. you know, i don't know somehow put it together was interesting to me and like having a it was problem solving and it was linear you yeah. know it was a b you know what i'm saying these are the steps that you do but you're creating yeah. steps That's i look my at artwork the same too. type of way you know what i'm saying it's you have to create this form for yourself and if you follow it then it's going to come out exactly how you pictured it in the blueprint type of deal yeah um yeah definitely sculptures either clay sculptures or even like woodworking sculptures i would want to do bigger paintings if i'm doing more paintings i want them to be huge you know what i'm saying okay. big enough to show it like a gallery for it to be like have an effect on you when you walk in the room type okay. of deal. Um, I don't think it's worth, for me, it's not, it's not worth time, the time painting something small because yeah. um, it's not going to, it's not eye-catching. What, what yeah. it, it might, you know, for practice, there's nothing wrong with that. But as far as for me trying to create a portfolio of yeah. work, because um, I have a digital art portfolio, but I think as an artist, I think of myself more as just a base artist. So I want to create. You're going to make sure portfolio. it's more impactful. Yeah, in absolutely. Sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's the whole thing with digital artwork is I wanted to come away from that a little bit because it's, it's digital. It's not physical. If I could create something that's a big painting, you know what I'm saying? This is always going to be here. This is something that's going to, I don't know, just the idea of digital artwork being temporary, yeah. which is fine for now. Um, but definitely wanting to make a, le a longer lasting impression yeah. in the long term um, is definitely going to end up in me creating larger pieces, whether that be sculptures or paintings or murals or some type of installation. I don't know what it looks like, yeah. um, but I'm, I'm open to all of it. And just, I'm the kind of person when opportunities present themselves, I just take them at that time. Yeah. Okay. So on, like pushing stuff. Yeah. So then what do you think about NFTs? I don't know. dude. <laughs> that feels weird to me. For me, that feels like a bag. You know what I'm saying? Like as an artist, if somebody's gonna pay you yeah. so and so many thousand dollars for some type of unique, yeah. air quote unique um, artwork, because I mean, even if it is the sole version of it, I mean, sometimes NFT is nothing but a, a video that's been posted online yeah. um, and then taken down, and now you own the video. But I mean, people have seen it; they've got it recorded. Yeah. Um, I think if you can make money off of it, then for sure, go ahead. Um, yeah. But I don't think that it's. I don't think there's any real artistry in that, in that inherently. Like somebody being an NFT artist, I think most artists will come to an NFT um, and try to sell them. Um, 
which I don't have a problem with. So and I'm saying it quickly so. became like a thing where I feel like, you know, people were just making them that it's like, well, you know, what do you need to make an NFT for you? Like, you're like, right. you know, you're like this. Like, right. why, why are you doing this? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, you just went and took like an interesting photo and just, you know, and just selling one of it. And it's like, OK, like, like the idea is cool for sure. Like if the idea of having some crazy visual like video experience or something that, yeah. that you've bought almost like a. Or even an album, like if the Wu Tang album was like an NFT, like that'd be dope. You, that'd be what dope. the one Martin Shkreli has, right? Or right. You <laughs> exactly. You would be over thrilled to have it, um, if even if it's digital. Um, but I think that the space has been filled too quickly with just yeah. people that are just cash grabbing it. That's what I'm saying. Um, and so I think that I've seen that happen with digital artwork as well. Just other artists who are seeing that more and more people doing cover art, so they're saying, "Well, I'm gonna do cover art," and they draw. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Make their little stuff. Um, but it's just... And that's not knocking anybody's hustle at all. Like, yeah. If you can get the bag, then absolutely go ahead and get the bag. But I, there's people that'll start it and then they're done with it. So it's like, for me, it's somebody yeah. that take, that's almost like pure about it. Like, I think that I'm pure about it. You know, this is something that I really care about. It's I just see it as all other people. They're just cash grabs like any other industry. People that just wanting to see what they can get from it while yeah. it's hot and while it's something that's interesting. What um, do you think about, like... You know, like, you saying that kind of made me think about, like, you remember, like, old, like, clothing lines that used to do, like, $5 t-shirts, you yeah. know, and stuff like that. Like, you know, to where I feel like there's a lot of, like, plays like that of just, like, here, here's a quick little thing of what's going to get, like, my brand out there right now. A quick undercut, you know what yeah. I mean? Or, like, uh, you know, or, like, graphic designers that do, like, free, like political shit or some shit mm -hmm. where it's like they're you know they're always in the moment they're as quick to get you know kanye like sitting there like or bernie right, you know right. or something the, you know stick, well like, you did the fire bernie one right. now that i remember oh my god that's, a whole, that's crazy because that's a whole nother thing the whole stick of doing pop culture references like that's yeah. a whole i think codone was the first artist who started doing that he just yeah. you know he popped off doing references of just different pop culture things which yeah. you know people loved it and ate it up so much but then you have these drones of people that are they're seeing that this artwork people want this artwork there are other people who are willing to pay forty dollars and for some people art. will just take that shit and put they're, it on t-shirts like i'm sure it. someone took your bernie shit at some point at some you know point, what i mean like that's happened people have stolen yeah. artwork you know numerous times over the years um which i mean that's also just the case of digital artwork i mean you're putting it online this is what have, have you seen anything that like someone has taken of yours that is stolen from me um yeah. Not printed out. I mean, I've seen people try to do mock-ups. I've seen some people make T-shirts, but there are artwork that for me that wasn't that big a deal. So it's like I don't, it's yeah. not even worth. Yeah. Or some guy a couple of years ago was on Apple Music, creating, putting my personal drawings up as like you know what I'm saying, just drawings that I'm doing, and he's creating it as cover art. And I approached him about it, and he was like, "You shouldn't even care. You should be happy <laughs> that I'm. You know what I'm saying? It's free promotion, and it doesn't even matter. Like." Your stuff is even gonna. I said, then why are you? Why do you think that you need to have my artwork as your cover? Yeah. At that point, um, yeah, um, yeah, stealing artwork. It happens. Yeah. More, it, it's, it happens kind of frequently. Um, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's fucking tough. But it is what it is. That's the thing with digital artwork. It's all temporary. That's kind of why I want to come away from it. I want to create more of a, a physical brand for myself yeah um, i don't know what that looks like just yet i don't know if it's like me rolling out t-shirts or something um yeah which is not necessarily what i want to do i want to do more of like figurines like that'd be dope to have like yeah like home decor like a bare brick type of figurines like, yeah 
Definitely. And and to to get back, like, so do you like doing like like this shit? Do you like like putting out shit like? Do you like still creating shit just to put it out? Like, you know, um, or like, are you kind of like strictly on, on like, you know, like clientele type shit? You know what I mean? Like, like business stuff. Are you still like creating stuff actively for yourself? Like to like put on Instagram? Like, you know, even like, like I know we were just talking about like the political shit, Mm -hmm. but like, are you creating shit just for fun? Just on like the inspiration still? Like, um, I think not as frequently for sure now, just because the time just doesn't allow it. Yeah. Um, I've gotten to the point now where they're just are, busy there is, enough. Yeah, there's just there's just busy enough where there's I've always got some an opportunity that I could get yeah. paid for and still work and it, still yeah. work and I think that um, <clears throat> it still helps craft you know himself still helps helps hone my craft. I'm still getting better at drawing in this, yeah. but it's definitely not as creative, and I think. It, my creativity is suffering a bit from that, just from being so head on into bringing other people's ideas into fruition. I haven't had yeah. an idea of my own, you know what I'm saying? Like a true idea of my own in, in, in quite a while. Um, yeah. And, and I you think were, that's, that's fair enough, you know? Yeah. And you were just talking about like, you know, like wanting to, you know, maybe make like, you know, either like, you know, clay or, you know, like models or like, you know, stuff like that. So, is, I mean, do you have anything that do you, that you like, that is next in line that you'd like to create that, you know, you may not have a time frame for, but like, is the, is the first pecking order of something you'd like to do like creatively? Um, Yeah, I do. Um, in my mind, I do. I'm not sure specifically how those line up, like when they line up, but I know what I want to see brought into fruition. Um, like I said, I think I'm a kind of a person where I don't make a step until it feels like the right step. Yeah. Cause I just don't like wasting my time. I just don't feel like, I think I like to mull things over a lot and really just weigh out how yeah. I want to do something so I can do it to the best of my ability definitely. the first time, which isn't always possible. You know, yeah. um, sometimes you definitely got to go at it again. But I think you set yourself up from the start if you take it seriously from the start. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know what I want to do. It's just a matter of how I want to do it and when I want to do it. Um, yeah. And definitely deciding where I create the space for that because the way my schedule it is now, you know, just especially working a regular job and then doing this on the side, it's like, I don't know, is this the opportunity where I stop working my regular job? You know what I'm saying? I was just about that. That was my next question is (laughs) if you work a job or not. Because it seems like, you know, you might be in a spot where you could – Make that transition. Yeah, man. You know? So I'm I'm working almost forty hours a week at my at my day job. Where do you work? Um, I work at U-Haul. U-Haul. Yeah, yeah. So are you I, driving? Uh, or or you work at a at a uh, okay? Yeah, store, you just so rent like out. Renting, yeah, you, yeah. Uh, storage Sorry. stuff like that. Um, I always wanted to drive as a job. That's just <laughs> why I said that. Sometimes we do. Sometimes I got to go get a truck from yeah. you know another store. Uh, but yeah, I'm at the point now where it's like I feel like if I wanted to for sure, if I spent the time that I'm spent at work and just did all our work. Yeah, I'd be good. Like I would hundred percent be good. But the thing well, is, the thing is, do I want to have to commit it like a job like that? Like, yeah, it already feels like this now to where I almost don't want to do it anymore because it's so taxing on on my creative side. So if yeah. I take that on as my main source of bread, you know what I'm saying? Then the, at that point, there's no backing out. Like there really isn't. Yeah. So I think that's where the the hesitantness is. Is just figuring out if this is the right time to do it. I know yeah. there's going to be a time where that's the case. Well, um, you could always transition yourself out and, you know, either talk to U-Haul about less hours. Yeah, oh, for you sure. You know, yeah, or, yeah. you know, find a find a job that, you know, may give you, you know, like... <laughs> it, Sorry. No, you're good. I'm about to head out to work. I'm All right. Leave her upstairs. Yeah, you know, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, you're good. All right, All right take it All easy. Right. See you guys. <laughs>
Um, but yeah, you could also like, you know, you could like transition like and maybe or like find something else that maybe is like even just like, okay, I don't even give a fuck about this job. It's 20 hours a week. You right, know? right. I've thought about that for sure. Yeah. Um, my managers are definitely cool. Like if I, if that's what I wanted. They would, they would let back, you cut. Would, they would definitely, you know what I'm saying, Hell work yeah. with me on the hours. So I think I'm in a sp- solid spot there. Um, yeah. Like I said, it's just a matter of, you know, the time and being right, I think. Yeah. I think all of the ducks are there, but it's just a matter of lining them up. Yeah. No, exactly. Damn, now you fucked up my next question. Now I'm, <laughs> now I'm thrown off. Got to go back to the... <laughs> To the drawing board. Um, <laughs> any any movies you watched recently that stood uh, out? Mm, mm, not really. Not really. The not craziest. Really? The, the my last favorite movie that I watched. What was what was it? Oh my <laughs> gosh! I'm gonna. F- I did see this thing on Netflix that was the craziest thing that I'd seen in a while. Um, it was with Joey Badass. Um, I he just he put like out a, a movie where he was like. A black guy. It was like, but he was like, it was. I don't know. It was like a thirty-minute document, not even documentary. Thirty-minute like short film. Really? On Netflix. It was I just weird. It was a, yeah. Okay. It was I with a cop and it was with a cop and uh and Joey Badass and basically him being stuck in a loop of like trying to escape this interaction with a cop where he doesn't die. Really? Yeah. So that was like the whole thirty-minute thing was just him. This whole loop thing, which was fine, but then it's like with a topic like that, how do you? You know what I'm saying? How do you culminate that at the end to some way that sounds like it's going to be good? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the whole thing is a metaphor for, like, police brutality and it, there being no escape. So how do you culminate that at the end with a, without it being some, you know, we're going to try to do better. You know what I'm saying? It just felt really, it felt tasteless to me. That was the craziest thing that I saw recently. Um, like I said, I don't watch a lot of movies and, and TV, really. Really? Um, yeah. I'm on YouTube a lot. a lot. I watch a lot of weird stuff on YouTube. Okay. What, do you, weird, what do you? Weird, but, what are you diving in on YouTube? Um, there's this guy who's got like this cabin, or not this cabin. He's bought like this um, old mine town out in like Sierra Nevada or something like out in the in the west, and he's renovating the town, um, going through mines and, and <laughs> really? cabins and stuff. He's got like this whole series, and I've just been enthralled with that. That's fine. I, I watch a lot of weird, like crazy, no, no, no. unique. I, stuff. I think like, everybody does. So you just <laughs> you just gave me like a new like question. I'm gonna ask everybody on the interview. It's like what's the what's the weird shit you're watching no, on YouTube? Because everybody's gonna have some cool yeah. shit like that, you know? Because that sure. is interesting. I'm into like wood turning shit now. I know you talk about oh, being yeah. into like, but I watch like people just like make random shit or like I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it might be like a 40 minute thing, but just sitting there yeah. watching. Yeah, like, like how are you gonna turn fucking uh, soda can? caps into fuck or, you know tabs into yeah, fucking a table video where this guy's taking the lighters like you know those like real thin uh see-through plastic lighters and he's like taking them apart and shaping them down shaving them down and creating like little cars with them like that's insane what i'm yeah. definitely gonna sit and watch and see yeah. how you did that. or taking a <laughs> screw and making like a mini thor sword yeah, you know yeah, and, from this like yeah shaving it. that's crazy and, or a key and making <laughs> a sword and it's like what the fuck man yeah and and how you can do it with a screwdriver and a fucking stove top yeah. and like you know like youtube yeah. is crazy which is i mean these kids especially the younger kids now like you know the young kids sit on youtube and watch it all day that's what I'm saying. i completely get how they do that like it's brainless it's mindless content yeah some of it's you know of course they got good content on there um and it's easily easy to access quicker yeah. than even signing into netflix um, yeah you can pull up a youtube video um yeah, yeah people YouTube, just watch people are into phones. youtube people act like they don't watch youtube but 
everybody watches YouTube. <laughs> Nobody talks about what they watch on YouTube. No, no, people <laughs> people do a little bit. No, I don't know. It's funny, and then and then like you know, even like I don't know, like here this TV. I don't mm. think this TV really plays shit besides YouTube. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, like my, yeah. my roommate's sitting here watching YouTube all day. You well, know? For sure. I think a lot of people, well, yeah. I think I, for sure. I think a lot of people do watch YouTube. Yeah, I think people um, just sit and watch YouTube together and, you know, like. Outside of music videos, even. Yeah. Um, music videos, man, I feel like I don't watch those as much anymore, but, like, I don't know. I feel um, like they're not as ready to access as, as they used to be. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It was different when music videos came on the TV and you're forced to, not forced to watch it, but I mean, this is what's on the channel. I miss that shit. They uh, tried to bring TRL back, I remember. Yeah. I miss like old shit like that or like VH1 and just watching all the fucking videos, top 20. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's when I first heard J. Cole. Really? I was watching like MTV back in, I was still in Virginia, like maybe 11 years old. And I remember seeing that specifically. It was like, what video was that? The workout video. Like, it, that was another song that, I, that's when I first started listening to J. Cole. That's when I first heard of him. And that you was fuck with his new I, album? I don't really fuck with J. Cole too okay. much nowadays. Really? I'm not really. A J. Fan Cole's of an anonymous, like, uh, I don't know how to say the word, but like an anomaly or whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean? He's like yeah, yeah. such a strange career. Yeah. Like, because he's really good, but like, like I, he's I, really good. Yeah, I just listened to his album. And I'm like, this is good. I don't know like how often I'll listen to it, but I'm like, this is a great album. It's I probably his best album, yeah. and and I really do like the little baby song. And then I started listening to little baby because of that, and I mm -hmm. realized I'm like, J Cole just took little baby's <laughs> flow, like more or less. Like right, he's like, like he's like, oh, this how little baby rapping. Like let me rap like this on right. most of my shit. And, and I like, think that's fair to, to to match the energy. Um, yeah, but for me. To me personally, J. Cole just doesn't feel as authentic of a that type of rapper. Like he he presents himself as if he's a Cole. I mean, as if he's like a Kendrick type, like the real Kendrick type, but he's he doesn't go that deep to me. Bro, I we <laughs> on the last movie club, right, we was talking about it and I was like, you know, he was like uh it, it was it was Fonz, right? And I think he was describing J. Cole and and to me he was describing everything that Kendrick is, right? You know, yeah. he was like, I think J. Cole is like this artist. I'm like, I'm like and then I, I stopped, I'm like, to me, you just described Kendrick. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, and then to me, J. Cole has to tell you that he's all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it, and I just thought like I'm like, yeah, I'm like, J. Cole just feels like, you know, I'm like Kendrick doesn't tell you anything. You know, he doesn't say he's anything, really. You know what I mean? He just comes off as this this person. He's just this goat type of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just that type of person. And J. Cole is definitely talented. Yeah, and J. Cole's like, I'm fucking humble, and, and <laughs> I it's don't know. It's just hard like, for me to, like, yeah. feed into it. It just doesn't feel as authentic as it could be, or as it once did, I think, for me. Yeah. Um, but he's but still good, he's still and still I still really fuck, good. and I still don't want to hate on him too because like I feel like it's like bad to hate on him. Like yeah. I feel like because he doesn't represent anything negative. There's nothing wrong with J Cole. Yeah. I just don't think that he is as good as everybody thinks that he is. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> and then I really do think his whole album is like little baby flow. Like you know, I I like start re-listening to it. it like, Holy like, shit! Wait I was a like, minute. bar was for like, bar. Yeah, I was like, it's smart. You know, I don't blame him for he's that. You know, but. Flow. But you gotta like you know be a little little you know I don't know, but but yeah so you fucking with Pierre Bjorn right now anything else you listening to like heavy? Uh, let me go look actually, because it's always hard to think on top. Um, uh, I'm looking. I other, listen to Baby Keem a lot. Baby Keem, yeah, of course. Bro. Baby Keem's nice. He he's he's um, the best rapper. Young Deji, right Young Deji, he signed um to Taylor Gang with Wiz Khalifa. Really? Super fire artist. Hell yeah. Real like soulful type of rap music. Like his last album was like a 
Valentine's Day drop. So it was, and when you hear that, you think one thing, but hearing it, the album was a whole nother thing. Um, that's another artist that I'm really big into right now is Young Deji. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, uh, who else? Uh, ASAP Ant. I listen to a lot of ASAP Ant and like uh, Marino Infantry and uh, like Lord Fubu type of stuff. Okay. Um, I know but I dabble in a lot of, I, I listen to a lot of different music too. Like I really like JMSN. Do you know who that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really fuck with his music. Yeah. He is so hard to me. He's dating Alexa Demi. Really? Bro, <laughs> do you know who she is? No, who is that? Oh my god, she's one of she's like the baddest chicken euphoria. I can believe it. I can believe it. Dude, Listen to his music. His music is insane. Like when I found out, I'm like, bro, he. I'm like, he's been dating her for like two years, and she blew up. And I'm like, I wonder, crazy. I wonder what they've been like since then. But <laughs> that's just me being dumb in the pop culture. But yeah, he's a um, he's another artist that I just kind of delved. I discovered him listening to Selection Radio. Um, okay. Back in SoundCloud days when SoundCloud was, I mean, Selection and then even Monty Booker and Shmino yeah. were on Selection. Um, I discovered a lot of that type of music, like that. You like, like Toro? Yeah, 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 that type of stuff. Um, yeah, my roommate really likes, uh, I think I think, I think think he says his name is like Jameson or something. Yeah, shit, I think know? it is Jameson. Yeah. That's um, how you pronounce it. I, yeah. I've heard a few of his shit. He showed me some videos that were like really sick. and I never, so, It's very soulful. Yeah. Yeah, he's super dope. And his visuals are dope, too. Um like for his videos, I don't know. I think it's just another interesting artist person to me. Somebody that's got like this image and they're willing to do what it takes to present it how they want to present it. Yeah. Um, anytime I see that is inspiring to me. Do you fuck with like any of like the like kind of like pop punk indie wave that's kind of like starting now? Do you see any of that shit? I don't, I'm not even tuned into that. Okay. For, for, um, There's a dude Kenny Hoopla. I know he uh, he just dropped a mixtape okay. with Travis Barker yesterday. Really? Yeah. Really. Uh, and Kenny Hoopla's dope. He really started out. Like, I haven't heard that name in a little while. He's like uh, he. He started out like a very like Kid Cudi vibe ish, but then okay. he just like he dropped this fucking indie record, you know, and it's super hard. And then like Travis Barker started fucking with him. There's a kid here, uh, this kid, uh, he's like 44 blonde or some shit mm. that Travis Barker like is fucking with now or some shit, and he's like on some pop punk shit. And I'm just not tuned in, dude. And the thing is, is not even that I'm averse to that type of music. Yeah, because I really I love good music. Yeah, I just that nobody that I interact with is really tuned into that type of music, so it just never comes into my skin. You should, you should check out the the one thing you should check out is this kid Gene Dawson. Gene Dawson. Yeah, and you should check out his first album. Um, it's just like a photo of his face with like a like almost like a crown of thorns on it or some okay, shit. Okay, let me see. Let me let me see what it's called. But this kid, oh my god, he's got this fucking video on YouTube you should check out. Uh it's like a short film with like two or three of his songs. Okay. Um and he's super dope. Like um and he he dropped an album like ASAP Rocky's actually on it and shit. But like what? um Okay. Yeah. Um but that Gene Dawson. Yeah, that album is like a lot more pop punk than his first album. Mm-hmm. Um and his first album is just crazy. This Gene J E A N. Yeah, this this okay. bad sports album. For sure. This shit is insane. I think you I'm might fuck in. with this. <laughs> Thank you, man. Yeah, no problem. Anything to uh put some put some shit on. Right. Put you fuck with uh, you ever heard of Dominic Pikey? No, I'm not up to that either. He's like a little pop kid, but he can he's nice, man. He's from Florida. Okay. Do you do you know who, uh Tizo Touchdown is? Uh, I've heard of him. Yeah, he's, I've he's seen him. Fire. Yeah, uh, I think that's about as close as I get to it. 
Yeah, like um, he's like super alternative. He's like a little out there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got like my the, buddy showed me a video of his a while ago. I think like a year or two ago, and like right when he first started blowing up or some shit. Yeah, I'm into his music too. Um, Hell yeah, good vibes for sure. Hell yeah, bro. Well, shit, I'm I'm all out of questions, bro. Anything, anything you trying to talk about? Like, uh, anything? I guess anything coming up next that like you're excited for like uh, to come out or you got any any cover art <laughs> dropping in the next you know a couple of weeks or anything um i did some cover art for big win the instagram comedian okay um so that's gonna be dropping probably before long i don't know what day he plans on dropping that um then i got this other big thing that's coming up this summer um with a larger company that i'm ex- excited about um can't wait till i can talk about that um but yeah. it shouldn't be too much longer hell yeah um, and then, of course, just all the Bridge Boy stuff that, that we're going to be working on behind the scenes. Um, yeah, that shit looks dope, man. I love the little fucking team little shit y'all put out yeah, with all yeah. y'all. Like, yeah. that shit looks sick. It's just with, like, nice. the matching clothes and everything, too. I'm like, this is, like, some real superhero for shit sure. right here. Yeah, like, yeah, and that's the whole vibe for the comics. So I think it's going to be it's gonna be something big once it drops. So I'm excited for that and excited to get my teeth in that a little bit more. Fuck yeah. Bro, I got to bring it up, though, just because it's hella funny. But Movie Club, we got into a big old fight over that damn popcorn. I have had a feeling, dude, because I had a feeling, dude. <laughs> Which bro. is funny, dude. I mean, it happens all the time. It was so uh-huh. funny, bro. They was all like, I was like, yeah, I was like, here's the cover art. I'm like, you know, but I'm like, I told them, you know, I'm like, I didn't like the popcorn. I just, you know, didn't want the popcorn in it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then everyone's like, I like the popcorn. And I was like, it was a little bit. I understand it was a little bit different. Yeah, I not exactly what you asked for, but it was me also trying to yeah. take creative freedom. But no, I no, totally no, no. understand. No, no, no. I yeah. That's a whole. That's the whole idea with the client, you know, and relationship is you know being able to give and take. Yeah. So I definitely had no problem with it. I didn't yeah. feel any type of way. No, about I, it. I'm glad. And I, yeah, there was nothing like that. I just <laughs> at the end of it, it was funny because everyone else wanted the popcorn, and I was like, I'm. I was like, I think I'm, I just pissed this dude off by telling him to take out the popcorn. I'm like, I don't want to. I'm like, man. I'm I'm like I'm just fucked now. I just fucked myself. Like I just I just dug myself deep Never in a did. hole that day, and, and I'm like, man, everybody's just mad at me now. Like it's like, what did I do? Yeah, I was like, god damn. I was like, I should have just left the damn popcorn, bro. Nah, man, it's all gravy. <laughs> but that shit is fire, man. Thank you so much for doing that shit. No problem, man. I definitely want to work with you guys on some more. Hell yeah, bro. Some more stuff. So hell yeah, bro. Yeah, maybe uh maybe after we take it off, I got you know we can talk few ideas but okay. uh yeah but yeah bro thank you for uh coming on the podcast no and, problem uh, man i appreciate you for having me yeah this is a dope episode man and uh yeah well thank uh anybody for listening right now and um y'all have a good one peace